we're holding by Erev Hanukkah now. So, uh, hence the, we'll speak about in Yanni Hanukkah. Please feel free to speak up, ask questions. It makes it, you know, sometimes the rule is no, no questions, no questions. You know, it makes it interesting. And uh, I want to hear what, what you're thinking about and what you're, what you want me to tell you about. So obviously we have Myra McComas and everything, but that doesn't take away from your interests and, and your things. Okay. So let's begin. You have the Myra sheet in front of you. Ein Madlikin, the first thing is Man Hadlokas Nechanik. When is the time for, for lighting the Nechanik? That is the first question. When, when is Nechanik? So it's interesting. Uh, you know, everyone has these different uh, calendars and things. And, uh, so it says, Ein Madlikin Nechanik, Kodim Shatishka Chama Im Soshki Osa. So the the Shulchan Aruch says the end of the Shkia. What is the end of the Shkia? So in halacha terms, the post can point out, this means Tzeis HaKochov. That is Tzeis HaKochov. So means that, what is Tzeis HaKochov? So I'll just ask you, when did you end Shabbos yesterday? The, you know, uh, some people have the different shitas when you end Shabbos. That's Tzeis HaKochov, when Shabbos is over. Tzeis HaKochov. I mean, uh, the different shitas say, so if you want to say like 50 minutes after Shkia, Shkia now is 4.30, so 5.20, 5.20. When should you lay near Hanukkah? 5.20. Okay, 50 minutes after, again, there are a lot of different shitas, a lot of different things. You see, we're much more fluid today with the uh, Zman of Hadlaka because we're lighting really for the B'day Habayis. See, Bizman Chazal, they were lighting for the people in the street, and there was no electricity. So you were very pressurized, because the people in the street, half an hour after it's, it gets dark, they're running home, and that's it. After that, no one goes out at all. Then you, you're, you missed the mitzvah. So it was a very pressurized mitzvah. Today, it's not so pressurized. Today, you know, you get home later, you didn't light, you get still light, because the better, you know, especially in America, we're up late, everyone's up late, you know, so uh, you don't have to uh, be as pressurized. But still, we really, once the, the Zman comes, say, let's call it 520, once the Zman comes, that you should light. You shouldn't say, I'm going to wait till, unless, you know, with a husband and wife situation, where you want to light together with your spouse, which is uh, admirable. So, uh, so then you could uh, light uh, later. But really, you're not supposed to eat dinner till you light. You're not supposed to be involved in other things. The first focus is, and it says here, even though it says Mishatishka Chama. And so shkiyosa means the sun sets so deep that now the stars are visible. That's what it means. So that is the that is the zman. The Vilna Gon was of the opinion to light at shkia, which is four thirty. But that's not the Iker halacha in the Shulchan Aruch. Uh, if now a lot of times it comes out, you know that people have weddings to go to. Or they have Hanukkah parties. Today's a big Hanukkah party day because, you know, Sundays are the, 
So either you do it today or you do it next week. <laughs> so a lot of people don't want to wait till the the last uh, last day. They want to already start their uh, Hanukkah party ready. So uh, so originally I had that problem myself, but then in the situation we're going to end doing it. Uh, the Hanukkah party later than than we originally planned, so it would be uh, it would be okay. But but if you're in a situation where you have to go someplace, like sometimes you have to go to a wedding, and you have to be at the wedding already, or you have to leave toward the wedding, you know, even before the zman. Um, so then uh, you could uh, you could go. But then one suggestion the post can give is to set an alarm. Set an alarm. In other words, today everyone has a phone. This, by the time that you expect to get home by, say you expect to get home by 9 o'clock, so set the alarm at 9 o'clock. So when you walk in your house at 9 o'clock, if you didn't like yet, that that alarm will, will remind you. You know, because without that, you're really not supposed to... Uh, you know, eat dinner or do things before you light. It's no different also than, you know, than every night when you dive in Mariv. You shouldn't eat dinner before Mariv either. But if you go to a, a kav, mini kavua, I mean, I always say a mini kavua doesn't only mean that the minion is at a certain time, but your attendance to the minion is also kavua. So then it's built into your whole, you know, like, like when I was, a, you know, the, before COVID, I always knew two thirty mincha, ten o'clock mar. Why you? You know, then COVID, uh, you know, changed a lot of things. But it was like built into my psyche. You know, like now that the times changed with COVID and post COVID, the post COVID world, the pre COVID world, the COVID world, the different uh, things. But that's the that's the thing. So, um, and that's the. Uh, so that's what, what the first halacha uh, is. So, and, and then the halacha is that if you really, but it says in the second line, and some say you could lie from plag mincha, meaning that's an hour and a quarter before shkir. You could already light. But if you do that, you have to make sure that it's going to last a half an hour after, say, Sokhachavim. So that's going to be, uh, you can have to have, you know, if you have regular oil menorahs, you won't have, you shouldn't have a problem. But uh, if you just have the regular wax candles, uh, I mean, I mean, we rely on this on Friday, you know, when we light on Erev Shabbos. So we light before Shkia, right? Because we're not going to do Malacha after Shkia and we, and we get the long candles. Or if you don't have the long candles, you get the, uh, you know, you have your regular oil. A regular oil menorah should last like two, three hours. You shouldn't have any, shouldn't have any problems. Okay. So that's the thing. So, so, but if you're not going anywhere today, and so, for, you know, 520 is the, you should, you know, already have your menorah set up, ready to go, and, uh, and like, if you, if you if you if you need to wait for somebody, okay. So uh, you know, but if the person's not coming till eight o'clock, it's uh, except, except if it's a, a spouse and you're waiting. 
but uh, then you should set an alarm, etc. Okay, so that's uh, okay. Any questions on anything we said till now? Again, as I told you, I'm, I'm very into hearing people's questions and people's uh, uh, responses, and it makes things interesting. So please, please feel free. Okay. If not, let's go to the second thing. Mokom hadlaka. Where should you light? So I always tell people, Mokom hadlaka is where it's the safest. You know, people have all these type of ideas where they have to light. But today, the Iker hadlaka is for the Bnei Habayis, for the inside people, not for the... Uh... Oh, I see somebody asked about a wedding. Who asked about a wedding? Oh, Dr. Rothschild. Where's my friend, Dr. Rothschild? Right here. Right okay, here. my friend, Dr. Rothschild. Yes, I have a wedding in Lakewood, Erica, the Shemarium Main on Main on Thursday night. Yeah, today's your wedding? No, Thursday, your wedding, night. The wedding Thursday, night. Thursday night. Thursday night. And what time? Right, he has a wedding in Lakewood. So what and he and you still live in Oceanside? Yeah, you're in Oceanside, correct. Okay, I'm pretty I'm good, right? Oceanside to Lakewood. So how long is the 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 the, the trip travel? Too long. What? Three hours, two hours, who knows, who knows? It's long. I have, but I have to leave before I have to leave at like four fifteen, four thirty. You you have to leave your house. No, I'm gonna leave from Queens, actually. I'm not even gonna go home. I'm gonna oh. work. You leave, oh, you learn. Okay, so one possibility is that your wife could light. Right. So she's, she's not going to the wedding. Is she's she going to the wedding? Me. Yeah, she's coming. I was going to have my daughter light. Oh, right. Your daughter could light. Right. In other words, your daughter who lives at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So in other words, Hanukkah is unique. Because it's near Yishubay, so you can have one person light the Iker Chiv for everybody. So... That's a, that's a possibility uh, that your daughter can life. Or um, you, how long are you, how, when do you expect to get back? If I leave at 1030, I'll be home at midnight. Uh-huh. And another possibility is to set the alarm. Right. To set the alarm and, uh, and light when you get back. That's one possibility. And and your wife is also not going to be home at four thirty. No, I'm going to pick her up in Queens. Are you going to pick her up in Queens? And she's going to. What time are you picking her up? Four fifteen. Four fifteen. Okay. So We're both the, in Queens. Both in Queens. Yeah. So one possibility is that your your kid could your kid life a menor for you. Then she's and then the kids are going to life for themselves also. Well, I I would assume she's going to light. Just one menorah, and it'll be for herself and for every, you know, it'll be for everybody. Well, what do you normally do? Does she normally light her own? Menorah? She normally lights her own. She normally lights her own. Right. Uh, she's over bat mitzvah. She she's uh, sixteen. She already lights her, her own. And, and is anyone else in the house? No. Just just that young lady. Yeah, my son is in gush. My son is in gush. Wow. Yeah. So he's going to light in gush, I guess. Hopefully, it won't burn down the dormitory. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, so uh, one second. So yeah, and I'm going to talk to uh, Mrs. Schiffman, uh, what she just asked. Um, now, there, there is an opinion. 
I, I don't deny that the different shittas, you know, when it comes to Neres Hanukkah. Sometimes, uh, as Mr. Schiffman pointed okay, so one second. So Dr. Rothschild, to take care of your question, so either your daughter could light two menorahs, one for the for, for the family and one for for herself, uh-huh. or she could just light her own and you can light yours when you come back. Right. You know, uh, and so you could, you could uh, put a. Um, could, she, could she light just one menorah for the entire family, including herself? You mean she doesn't want to light? She doesn't want to light two. She's scared. You know, again, she's scared. Let, the, yeah, okay. Yeah. Like again, less, less fire, the better. Ishita is less fire, the better. You know, when I got married, I told my wife, we're only going to have two neighbor shops, Shomer Vazocha. <laughs> Not like what they do with every person, kid that's born. You know, there's some people, I'm sure some of you are lighting Baruch Hashem. You have families, you have 10 grandchildren, beautiful, and you light 10 candles for every grandchild and every child and every, that's beautiful, but I, I, I'm not in, um, that's not my, my minute. My minute. The Iker Halacha in Shabbos is one kid. We do Shomer Vazacha, two kids. That's all. That's all. So that's all we do. So, um, so if you want, she could write on her own, and then you could light yours when you come back. You know what I mean? You could light. That's what some hope that this would be a good thing to do. Just set an alarm, right? You have an alarm in your. So whenever you expect to get back, uh, eleven thirty, you expect to get back at eleven thirty. So have it come off then. Let her light once, and I can still eat at the wedding. Yeah, you, you'll still eat at the wedding. Enjoy the wedding. Eat at the wedding. But but write light make a a, a, a which we call it a uh, an alarm okay. as a reminder. It was the whole idea of not eating before uh, a wedding or thing before lighting is because we're afraid if you're going to eat you're going to you're going to forget. Okay, so that's that's it. Now let's get to Mrs. Schiffman. Mrs. Schiffman, are you there? So Mr. Schiffman wanted to know about if they set things up at the wedding. Sometimes they set things up at the wedding. Uh, so the, there are sheets that hold that that you could do that as well. And then some sheets hold that you should have to only light uh, where, you, where you're going to sleep that night. So, uh, you know, there is, there is what to rely on, but uh, most opinions hold better to light at home. So the same idea, either to light before you go, but if that's not going to work out, then when you come back and you could just make sure to uh, have the alarm. Uh, Rabbi? Yeah. Hi, Rabbi. Um, My Dexter. Rabbi Rabbi Dexter's here. I wouldn't miss it. Um, Rabbi mentioned the, the 520 start time, but let's say somebody... Normally, like, keep Shabbos till like five forty-two. Yesterday, Did, should they wait till the later zman to light? Or yeah, 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 yeah. In other words, if you keep Shabbos five forty-two, so do it five forty-two. As you, you're a Rabbeinu Tam person, right? So uh, I would tell you to, to, I would tell you to wait till light till five forty-two, unless you have some reason to that you can't light at five forty-two. But if anyway, like tonight, we have we have a family uh, thing, family get together. So uh, 
I, you know, I kept Shabbos. Uh, I like to keep the late sheeter, like six, uh, like six oh six, yesterday. So that's would be my preference, the light at six oh six. But if I have a a family thing, so I'm not going to first light at six oh six and wait with the candles. You know, a lot of times people will light them and wait a half an hour, then blow them out and go to because they don't want to have the candles being lit when they're not in the house, which is understandable. So, uh, so, but if you're 542, uh, so then, uh, it's good. So, like 542, Rabbi Gans, is that, is that you? Howard, not Rabbi. <laughs> um, I was with you, I was with your son, the Shabbos. We, we oh, yeah? Together. yeah? Very nice, very nice. So, I, I just remember in the past, sometimes, um, if, pe- if people have to go to a simpler or whatever, um, that they would light and, and put the candles, say, in the sink or something, a safe place. But then it's not by a window or anything. How, how does that uh, work yeah. with uh, Prisume Nisa? Yeah, to tell you the truth, I am not into lighting a menorah in the sink. <laughs> it's just, you know what it reminds me of? Like some people say Pashlif by the sink. <laughs> they turn on the, <laughs> the water of the sink and they say Pashlif. So that reminds me of the people who say Pashlif by the sink. Like the Hanukkah menorah in the sink, so uh, I'm not into that. So better to wait. Yeah, okay. Uh, either it depends what time you what, what time do you have to leave? No, I know it's not this year. It's just not I just this remember year. from the past. No, yeah, yeah, I'm not into lighting in the sink. It's just not coveted. It's just right. not. It's it's weird. I mean, I'm a very big believer in the safety. That's for sure. But you should. Uh, uh, you know, but I don't know. The sink somehow is uh, not a not a normal place to put a, a Hanukkah menorah. Okay, so uh, okay, um, so Malcolm had Hadlaka. So sometimes people light in the. You have to realize that Bisman Chazal, people lit the menorah in the street. That was the place we in front of the house, in front of the courtyard. That was the place to relight the menorah. And, and in Israel, many people uh, still light in the, in the uh, outside. You go to Eretzel, Hanukkah, you ride, drive around, you'll see. Uh, uh, yeah. And right, people, there's not a requirement like Rabbi Lewin was asking about Davening Marev, you don't have to daven. You know, if if you're planning, you know, to daven Marev, so okay, so the daven Marev then you light. But say for some reason you still you still have your ten o'clock Marev that you want to go to, so uh, you could go. You, you, it's not there's a chiyuv to to light uh, to, to daven Marev before you light. So, but if you but if you're planning to daven Marev now anyway, so yeah, so then. Definitely Davin uh, Marev uh, and then light. But if, you, if but if your thing is that you have you're not planning to Davin Marev now, and you have it, you know, Rav Shechter once discussed this idea of Tadir Shedo Tadir, but there's a question. Some posts can hold that it doesn't apply if you're not planning to do both mitzvahs now. If you're planning to do both mitzvahs now, so do the Marev before, but if but uh, I just have to point out the post that hold that if you're not planning to do, uh, 
Marv now because you know, whatever you go to a, your nine o'clock Dafyomi, then you dive Marv every night, you know, that's what you do. So you could continue doing that during Hanukkah as well. Um, and what did we say about the, yeah, the, the, the Mokham Hadlaka? Yeah, so the Mokham Hadlaka used to be outdoors. And in, in, uh, in Eretzrael, people still do outdoors. Maybe some places like in Muncie or something, people sometimes still do outdoors. But most of the places where I assume you, you, you live, they're not doing it outdoors. They're doing it uh, indoors. So, and some people like to do it by a windowsill or something like that so they can have more presumenisa. But again, the eager audience you're lighting for is people in the house. We're not lighting for the outdoors because the Gemara says there was and in fact there's one Rav, the Dvar Yashur died in Ehrenberg from Tel Aviv who held that, that, that once they made the thing that you light inside then it's also to light outside that was died Ehrenberg's opinion Rav El Yashiv wrote a chuba against him saying and we can still light outside. But the most important thing is to light where it's safe. Sometimes people light, you know, the worst place you can light is in a bedroom, you know, because, you know, there's a lot of potential fire. So that's the most important thing. My personal, what we do in my house, we live in a building. I live on the fifth floor of a building. So there's a discussion in the postgame, like Rav Shepard pointed out, if there's another parallel building, because once it's too high up, people are not going to see it. But if there's a parallel building, you know, across the way that someone could see it, then you do. But, but that's only as, a, as an extra thing. But the Iker Halacha B'zmanazeh is the audience that you're looking for is the people in your household. So what we do, I used to light in the, in the windowsill, but I was afraid that the shades could get on fire, you know, whatever. We light it on the dining room table. Finished, like everybody's told me. Like the Gemara says, You put it on the shulchan, there the family's eating dinner there, you can see it, beautiful. That's that's the story. Sometimes people, you know, have ideas, ideas of putting it in their bedroom, putting it in, and then different things could get on fire. Just like I tell the people, I'm Badika's comics, they shouldn't, they shouldn't use a candle for Badika's comics. That's the that's a recipe for disaster. So the same thing with, with Neiris Hanukkah. Unfortunately, there have been many tragedies over the years with Neiris Hanukkah. Hanukkah should be a happy time. It should be, and we have to be safe. You know, people are so mocked, you know, with the COVID and everything. I'm not saying you shouldn't be, but I'm just saying, this is, you know, we shouldn't lose sight that the COVID is the only thing we have to worry about in terms of safety. You know, there's still the other things that we've always been worried about. We shouldn't forget about those things. And, and fire is one of them. And we should be very careful to make sure that we're lighting in a... In a yeah. Okay. Okay. Okay, any more questions before we go on? Again, I'm always interested to hear people's questions. Uh, number three. Achsenai. B'ner So Achsenai is when you're a guest. Your guests in somebody's house. So there's a question whether you should bring your own menorah or 
you should what we call mishtate papruta. You just give a coin to uh, to the balabas, and uh, so if you give a coin to the balabas, you don't say. Gemara says that the, the minute was uh, that they would give a coin to the balabas, but some posts can hold that that's only that was talking about a different scenario. Some say that was talking about when you were boarding by somebody. When you're boarding by somebody, so basically you were eating your own food. You weren't eating from the balabas's food. So, or if, or you would pay to, to eat from his food. So then you have to, uh, but the Sefer Gan HaMelech says, if you're not, uh, if you're a Shabbos guest today, when you have somebody at your house for Shabbos, a Shabbos guest, you don't present them with a bill after after Shabbos, right? You know, I don't think you would come back uh, again if you would. Um, so the God Melech says, so then for that Shabbos, he's considered like a bit of a bias. But Rabbi David Feinstein told me that his father of Moshe by living on an upper floor. Who, who, who's saying from Rabbi Moshe? I'll get to it, but let me just finish what I was saying. So, so if you're going away for Shabbos, um, so there's one, there's a, there is an opinion you can light your own menorah, but uh, the easier way, and this is Rav Shechlou said Rav Salvechi preferred uh, or held from this way, and it's Dafka, Rav Shechlou not to light your own menorah, but to specifically be Meshtate Papruta and to the to the Balabais. If if you don't mishtat Papruta and you're going to a place where um, you're not uh, being charged, then there also is that opinion um, that you're considered a bal uh, a bnei, one of the Habayas for this Shabbos, and you would be yotze with the halach of the Balabais and others. Um, the Prima Godam disagrees and says, Oh, we've started to forget. Yeah, so what was the other person? Somebody wanted to say something from Ramosha, from Rabdovid. Can they please let me know what they wanted to say? And I'd be happy to uh, respond and discuss. Someone just uh, posted something. No? From Shmuel. Sorry, I have no camera. Who's with Shmuel? Um, oh, Shmuel. Yeah, okay. If you want to post it, what you want to uh, say, I'd be happy to respond. Okay, okay let's see. Okay, number four. Page two, page number four. Um, how how many uh, must you daven Marv before you light candles? Because yeah, that I mentioned before. You're not mechuyev to. In other words, if you if you if you're planning to daven Marv, then to daven Marv first and then light candles. But if you're not planning to daven Marv, and you have uh, and you have another minion. That you go to on a regular basis, you can go to your regular ten o'clock menu. But David Feinstein told me, Menachem Lewin to me, Lower East Side, 
what did Rav David Feinstein say? Menachem? Um, he, the person wrote, Rabbi David Feinstein, told me that his father of Moshe, by living on the upper floor on the Lower East Side, allowed menorahs to be lit at the window of an apartment house because someone will see it. Yeah, okay. And yeah, so if someone will see it. I mean, usually, as Shepard pointed out, someone in a parallel building from across could, uh, could see it if it's not more, you know, than 20 hours. If it's, if it's 20 hours high, then you wouldn't necessarily see it. More than 20 hours. But if there's a, as Shepard pointed out from the post, if there's a parallel building, that's okay. But again, the Iker Hadlata is for the people inside. So, and if you feel that putting it on the ledge of the of the windowsill could be problematic for your safety, just put it on the table and and show them how you throw. Okay, away for Shabbos Hanukkah. Friday night by host, but how about let's say Shabbos, right? So if you go away for Shabbos Hanukkah, so um, you either light by the host that you're staying by, or or you give a, a pruta. Question of Motzai uh, Shabbos. So Motzai Shabbos, the different opinions, but I I tell people to follow the following opinion: that if soon as Shabbos is over, you're you're out of it. You're 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 on your way out. Soon as Shabbos is over. So then you'll write when you get home. But if you're still planning to be there, you know, you, you're still going to eat Malav Malka there, you can spend some time there, you, you'll be there, you're not leaving yet. So then you, the, you're still part of that bias that you were there for Shabbos. Whereas if as soon as Shabbos ends, you're, you're on your way out. So then, okay, you're on your way out, so then light uh, when you get, uh, if you're going right home. Then do so, but uh, if if you're not, if you still you know there's still going to be a malava malka served, and there's still going to be some of this. So then you could do whatever you did Friday night. You can do Motzei Shabbos as well, because uh, I think Sternbach has like this and others that you you still are in that place. Okay. Um, yeah, in, in number four, we had a discussion here about who who lights the menorah. So I'll tell you, the Sephardim, I like the Sephardim. I'm a fifty. I'm fifty percent Sephardi. My mother Sephardi. She would be well. Uh, follows Ashkenazi, so I follow. But I'm I'm a big Sephardi person, even though I'm technically not Sephardi. But uh, the Sephardim hold one menorah for the whole house. I like that. It was up to me. I would tell the Ashkenazim to do that too. One menorah for the whole house. Finished. And the Balabai slice for the whole house, one menorah. That's the best. That's the Sephardic tradition. And Ashkenazim have the tradition that either the Balabai slice for everybody, so the Ram says if you have 10 people in your household the first night, 10 candles, 20, 30, 40, etc., or you could split it up, the Ram says. So, uh, 
Right. So, uh, and the question is whether the, your wife likes the different men hug him. Uh, if your wife wants a light, is what to rely on. If she doesn't want a light, if if she's a, ambivalent, I would tell her just that she should be yotze with you. Unless she has very strong opinions. Otherwise, I would tell her to to be yotze with with you. There's a whole discussion whether the because the eager halach is one person lights for the whole house. The fact that you go from chol echad ve echad is a question. The Ramam says it even applies to women, but some the Ola Shmuel points out that not all of the sheet is whole that way. So, and again, if it was up to me, I wouldn't have the men, the other men light either, only the one menorah. I'm, I, I like the Sephardic, uh, the Sephardic sheet. That's my, uh, that's my preference. And even the Ashkenazim don't follow that. The Ola Shmuel says that's only maybe a or whatever. Like that, but you could be Yotze with your, you know, and Ravavad Yosef held that if you're a Sephardic boy, a girl, wherever you're in yeshiva and seminary, you could be Yotze with your parents. That's why the, the dormitory, the Sephardim, usually don't light it, but Mr. Ravavad Yosef, Mr. Yotze with their, uh, uh, their father's hadlaka, you know, the father and mother's hadlaka back, back at home. But w- women, as in, in question six, women do have an obligation to light. So either if they're part of, of a household, or they could be also, or they could light their own menorah. But uh, you know, uh, I would tell them to, you know, married woman for sure, uh, tell her to light, not to light on her own. The single woman. Uh, could be different, but again, even a married woman, there are opinions that Rabbi Rankin pointed out last night that you could, but uh, again, uh, you know, as I say, the less fire, the better. Shalom Yisrael. Okay, any more questions before we uh, uh, continue? Okay. Okay, on page three, we have near Shabbos, near Hanukkah. So, which is more important, the Shabbos candles or the Hanukkah candles? So, the Shabbos candles are more important because Shabbos candles are Shalom Bais. Shalom Bais means we're afraid if your, your house is not well lit. <laughs> And you're going to bump into something, and you're going to get all upset that you bumped into something. And then who are you going to take it out on? You take it out on the, on the spouse. So we don't want that. We want everyone to be happy. We don't want everyone to bump into things. So it's very important that your house be well lit. And uh, but today, usually it's not a problem. We have electricity. We have house. You have a body put down, our house is well lit. So, but in theory, if you only had enough candles for Shabbos or Hanukkah, you would use it for, for Shabbos. But we usually don't have that problem. There used to be a din of Marasayan that uh, 
that when they would light outside, so they would light on both sides of the house. Because if somebody was coming on one side of the house, they would think you'd light menorah. So you'd have light on both sides of the house so no one could. But today we light indoors, so there's no mar- the Marasayan doesn't work. Doesn't apply so much. Uh, uh, okay, it's interesting. In, in, in page three, number eleven, the Rambam writes, "Mitzvah It's a fascinating lashon. The Hanukkah is a mitzvah chaviva ma'od. It's a very endeared mitzvah. I think that's something you could speak about at the Shabbos table with your spouse, with your family. Why is this mitzvah so more endeared? The Ram doesn't write that by other mitzvahs, that the mitzvah is an endeared mitzvah. So there's a lot of different terutsim uh, you can give. Uh, some say, because it's the Rabbanon, the Chazal made it up. Uh, there are a lot of different, different uh, you know, some say, because, uh, you know, it shows the... <laughs> Uh, a, lot, a lot of different things, but I think it's a good thing to uh, discuss. Give everyone a chance at the Shabbos table to discuss Perak Dalet Halafiyut base. You know, this 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 Shabbos Hanukkah coming up is called the Mrs. Cooperman uh, Hanukkah. Do you know what a Mrs. Cooperman Hanukkah means? So, Mrs. Cooperman Hanukkah means this is Rabbi Feldman. From uh, Atlanta, yeah, someone I think maybe in the shul who was a, a woman wasn't most educated but very tamimistic, very amunapshuta, the lady. And every week when she would bench, she would say everything in the benching. She would say Yala Viovo, she would say Allah Nisim, even if it wasn't Hanukkah, because she just read whatever it said. She had no chachmas, she just read whatever it said. So obviously, most of the time. It wasn't right because it wasn't Hanukkah most of the time. It wasn't your, but when Rosh Chodesh, uh, Hanukkah, uh, and Shabbos all fall out together, oh, she got it right. So that's called the Mrs. Uh, 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 Rabbi Feldman called it the Mrs. Cooperman Shabbos. So this is this Shabbos and Mrs. Cooperman Shabbos, but it shows the importance of you know Amuna Pshuta that sometimes we we try to you know. Baruch Hashem, it's good that we're, we're learned and we're very much more learned than people were in previous generations. But sometimes, you know, you become too smart for your own good and we lose the Amun Pshuta. You know, that, uh, that Amun Pshuta that, uh, that, that we, uh, we sometimes we could lose when you when you're too smart. And uh, some, Mrs. Kuberman was a backthrow of the Amun Pshuta people. You know, the, like the, the our Babas from from Europe. You know, the Shaft always speaks about the Amuna from the previous generation. There's a, a higher level uh, than say necessarily people today, and that's uh, and that's Hanukkah. And Hanukkah is our belief in the oral tradition, our belief in our Sora that uh, you know we have a tradition of how we do things and how we and. Uh, and sometimes people, you know, as I said, they become too smart for their own good. And uh, you should have a Amuna Pshuta. Amuna Pshuta on Hanukkah. And that's the, uh, 
And some say that's the Chavivas mitzvah. That you know, and also Chavivas some point out because we have, we Moshe Nefesh, you know, at the time of the Chashmanoim, you know, in life people always, uh, you know, I always like to say over the Chasab Sofer. Chasab Sofer says, "What's the, what do we say the Alchet? Alchet shechapanim fanecha ba'onus of Aratzon." That we, we clap Alchet for the averus we did ba'onus under the rest and Ratzon willfully. So the question is, why? Why are we clapping Alchet for the averus ba'onus? I understand ba'ratzon we should clap Alchet. So he says, "You know why?" It says the Chasab Sofer because some people have a Ratzon to have an onus. They're very happy. If it'll be a snowstorm, I say, "Oh, now I don't have to go. Now I have a good excuse. I didn't want to go there, wherever that was, any place. But you know, but now I have an official excuse that I won't have to go to this thing. You know, but in life we should try to do things as much as we can, and not look for excuses. And uh, and you see, Cloudy Israel could have said, you know, time of the menorah. It's Tomei. Okay, we're Potter. Onus Rachmana Patre." But no, they, they, they really wanted to do the mitzvah. So if he, Hashem sees you really want to do something, he'll help you out. If he says you're not interested, you're not interested, Hashem says, I'm not interested either. You're not interested, I'm not interested. But, uh, but, uh, but if Hashem sees that you really care, then he'll facilitate to help you do the, what you really want to do, the Ratz of Hashem. But if you have an attitude, oh, it's an onus, oh, like little kids. My, my son woke up this morning, ah, but it's snowing, it's snowing. But it wasn't so much snow, but they get very, get very excited. But they get more excited when they get a snow day. Uh, and they're, they're off from school, you know, the little kids get very excited. But our attitude should be, no, we want to get, want to get things done. We want to make sure to be able to do things, of course, in a safe way, in a safe way. But uh, we're not looking to achet shechatanu fanecha onus of rotzon chasam sofer says some people have a rotzon to have an onus. So this way they'll say, oh, okay, now I have an excuse. It's snowing, I don't have to go wherever. But you see, Meis Chanukah, they said no, Hashem and Tamei, but we still want to do the mitzvah. So how is he going to do it? So Hashem made a miracle. He made only made a miracle. Because they really, they really wanted, they had a uh, uh, a rotsum, a rotsum to do it, not the rotsum for an onus. And and some say maybe that's the idea of chaviva imaon. So the chavivas comes when you you have a rotsum to do something, not to just be to get out of it or to use an excuse, even though it might be a legitimate excuse. But inside of you, you should say, oh. I really wish I could have done it, even in a situation where you can't do it. But you really always have the, this is the world of Asiya, right? This is the world we can, like the Vildegol was crying when he was dying because he can't do any mitzvahs anymore. Even though he was telling me to say, you're the Vildegol and you're going to go to the Olam Abba, you're going to get everything. But he says, no, but I want to be able to be an Oise. That I can't do with the Olam, Olam Abba. Only in this world is the world we can do things. We can, we can, we, there's so much opportunity. We should take advantage of all the opportunity that we have to do mitzvahs, to do mahadrin, mahadrin, and mahadrin, as much as we can. That's the olam hasia. And that's the, so I wish everyone a fail and Hanukkah. I uh, uh, see Rabbi Feldman. 
he, he's a dear friend of mine for many years, and you have the uh, pleasure of being able to get different Torah from him. I have to go now, but uh, I'll put you in good hands now with her Feldman Shlita, and sure will have a Freilich and Hanukkah. And if you have any more questions about my Torah, please um, feel free to contact me. Uh, be happy to discuss anything with you. 917-803-1588 is always the best way to get me. And I'll be happy to uh, further discuss anything that we discussed or we didn't discuss. Shalom al-Yisrael. Have a, a Freilich and Lichtika Hanukkah.